social distancing. Small groups. Reacting to the unexpected. Takes a lot of knowing. Self-quarantine. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Casey Smith and Jim Crone. And All right. Uh, we have a situation we want to talk about today. And, uh, Jim, I think this is one that uh, that you can probably help us a whole lot on. Yeah. Um, you know what would be awesome is if I had my notes in front of me so that I could actually talk to you about it. Here we go. Um, so we got a... a couple in their mid-50s, Greg and Fiona, um, you know, they're it's a married couple. Uh, they're at a point where they want to convert their life insurance to long-term care insurance. And I know we've talked about long-term care before. Mm. Uh, maybe you can step us through some of what that is. But uh, in their planning and purchasing uh, insurance coverage during the pandemic, it's, it's thrown them for a loop. They're confused as to what is the trend with long-term care. Because I know we got a lot of folks. Yeah retiring right now so you yeah. know getting getting to an age where they're thinking more about uh, long-term care but they don't know the changes are they the impact of the longer term trend or is this pandemic related and and i know jim you've got lots of uh information you can share on some of the changes that you're seeing yeah in uh in insurers especially those related to long-term care um yeah the part of what I think will kick the conversation off is just uh, I actually came across a uh, article that was based on a study that was released in May. The statistics actually were gathered in January, so they were the statistics were looking at the trends of the last ten years pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic, but um, and they were reflecting specific to areas of insurance such as like life insurance, disability, long-term care, even some annuities. Um, and what was fascinating to me about all that was uh, of the last 10 years, the trends reflect that uh, life insurance purchasing has actually declined 10%. Disability insurance declined 15%. Uh, they reflect some deeper uh, analysis on why and how that occurs or why that's occurred in their estimation. But the one area that was um, unanimously up, and it was up uh, by about 20%, was long-term care insurance. Um, we see that in the, in the daily interactions that we have with clients because we're seeing younger ages become a lot more aware of the issues that surround long-term care insurance. Well, it's best if you buy when you're younger, right? You can certainly get lower rates, and that's the key of purchasing for uh, with lower rates. I mean, yeah, you can you can certainly do that. One of the bigger drivers for why they think that the increase has occurred within this last 10 years are uh, tax law changes that have now allowed for. Um, um, we'll call it asset-based uh, annuities specifically, asset-based long-term care. So it's an annuity hybrid that adds long-term care. The reference in this particular case has to do with um, a life insurance transition. And the, we can dig into this particular case study a little more uh, at the next segment. But as it, as it starts, the things that are grabbing a lot more attention these days are the hybrid products. Uh, probably less so in the traditional long-term care market. We'll, we'll distinguish those two things. So what is a hybrid product? Can hybrid is, really? is really just a blending of a core product with long-term care. And that could be 
a life insurance contract that adds long-term care uh. or an annuity that adds long-term care. So either one of those characterize or can be characterized as hybrids. Okay. From that study, uh, what was fascinating about the, the changes in, in purchasing uh, for the last 10 years, as we said, life insurance down, disability down, long-term care up. And it's largely due because of product innovations uh, that have spurred, been spurred on because of some tax change okay. that have occurred back in 2010. Um, but what we're actually, the other aspects of the study that I found interesting reflected that uh, the uh, purchase, the actual purchase of insurance is, is um, was actually, face-to-face meetings has been decreased 35% uh, in terms of a, a purchasing uh, of a product. And this was before. These were before. So okay. these are, yeah, so you can only imagine it's only accelerated. Oh, and sure. I can only imagine, and I'll tell you in our own experience uh, with products, we have a case that we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, people have just moved directly into this online aspect. So all of our tools allow for that. You know, end to end, you know, the starting of the conversation all the way through to the policy delivery is now electronic and virtual. Okay. And that would even include some underwriting, which is the biggest area that has changed in this pandemic. Um, but we uh, we have a particular case that we're talking about here. Young couple, I say young because why not? They're lower in their mid fifties, and 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 uh, he's a business owner. Um, she also works, but um, we started our process with uh, a tool that we've created that allows for us to gather all of the details up front, and that's the, the biggest I think advantage that we can offer is that we want to uh, predetermine as best we can which options are going to best fit with the client, but also fit in the underwriting profiles. So this one link allows us to gather that information. um, And then we'll go into the marketplace, put together some options. We actually started this particular situation with traditional long-term care insurance. And what was driving that was the client, the uh, gentleman actually was a business owner and he was very interested in tax deductible dollars, which allow for that, uh, you can, uh, with traditional long-term care, with his business, he could actually look at that like a business expense and get a deductible dollar, which okay. was a, a nice way to package the product. Unfortunately, um, as we uncovered the process, uh, it turns out she had some medical issues that prohibited them from getting the coverage that we were trying to get. Ah. And we then pivoted to a hybrid product that was allowable for their uh, opportunity for coverage. It was a it was a common contract. It was actually, it, in the lingo of the insurance world, it's survivorship coverage. So it puts coverage on him and her, meaning if both of them died, they would actually have a life insurance policy paid to their beneficiary. Ah. But the long-term care benefit was added to it, which doubled the amount of the amount of coverage that was available to them. And what sweetener, the sweetener that came on this was uh, – we actually, because we, we selected a type of rider that's characterized as long-term care insurance, both on the tax code as well as in the insurance world, uh, he did get a tax-deductible dollar for about half of his premium. Um, that was a nice way of uh, sort of starting down a path 
realizing that one particular area wasn't going to work and then pivoting to something that did fit. So sure. it was a nice way of packaging some coverage. But um, the end-to-end functional opportunity to, one, gather details electronically, doing an application electronically, doing the underwriting, um, which is now with these types of products, you can actually do it with a phone interview. So that, one, it eliminated the need for the physical blood draw, urine specimen, and all the typical things that people think about with life insurance or other There you go with that fun kind. talk again. Yeah, that fun blood stuff. Draw and, but yeah. but um, that was probably one of the greatest areas that has shifted in this whole pandemic is carriers have to now move to rethinking how they do underwriting. Yeah. And so what what typically now has is the process is we start with the electronic application, we get the medical records up front, and then from that, they'll make determinations on whether or not they need other evidence. Okay. So not not too much. As you said, the face-to-face is gone from even the 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 agent. Yeah. And uh, We've gotten just... pretty proficient with Zoom. I would imagine a lot of people have, right? Yeah, we're having to yeah. adjust. We're, yeah. yeah. So, Zoom and Microsoft Teams, there's a lot there's of different There's a lot of different options. Right. There's, so. Uh, you know, I've, even, even I have gotten... A little yeah. better with technology. Sure. But even... You're so woke, Troy. <laughs> I, I am, yeah. That beard says it all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I only grew the beard to be more millennial-like, and Grandpa Millennial over here, KC, is, uh, has no beard. He I shaved it off, man. I had to... Yeah, he lost it's too it. hot for a beard. It gets a little bit itchy after a while. No, it is hot for a beard. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, it, the last piece I'll say on this particular topic is... Uh, all the way through, right, from underwriting to policy uh, delivery has now become an electronic process. Yeah. Even, obviously, premium payments, that's always kind of been a, a simple way to people can figure out how they want to pay their premium, you know. But uh, delivery of these policies um, electronically has been a, a, a big thing because a lot of the work that we do works not only with a client but their planner. So yeah. we want to have electronic policy options so that the client can get their policy. The planner can also have a copy of it. It works out fairly nicely. Well, and these hybrid policies are really, uh, you know, you can see the benefit of of using a hybrid policy. A lot of the complaints that we got from clients about long-term care was, well, why would I pay for something that I may never need? And it's not cheap. Uh, you know, some of the premiums on traditional long-term care can be pretty expensive, but if you package it as a, a life insurance policy or an annuity with a long-term care benefit attached to it, which oftentimes is tax-free, right, Jim? That's so right. That life insurance, especially if you have an existing policy like Greg and Fiona do, if, if it's a whole a whole life or a, a cash value type product, then you can kind of convert some of the growth in that policy to a, a potentially a tax-free benefit if they use it for long-term care. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the complaints that we would get is because, you know, I don't want to buy something I may never get. Well, if you use a hybrid, somebody's going to see the benefit of the policy, whether it's you That's for long-term right. care or your heirs as a death benefit or, you know, the annuity benefit. So we we are going to we actually do find a lot of what we call again air quotes repurposing right of those existing policies that were bought maybe for one goal or intention initially and really they they don't match. Yeah, circumstances have changed and right. now it's not a, something that fits well into their overall plan. So it's easy to 
you know, give Jim a call and say, hey, will you take a look at this policy yeah. and see if we can pivot to something that maybe does fit better into what they're trying to accomplish now. And oftentimes one of these hybrids comes up because it's a, it's a good transitional thing yeah. from, you know, maybe when you're younger to when you're in need of long-term care insurance. A lot of the reasons that we're finding are that it allows the client to be a lot more economical with their existing resources. Um, they can alleviate the anxiety that's out there typical now because of long-term care expenses yep. and then avoids the two policies expense. You can right. now convert that into one. Yeah. Uh, so Jim, you've stepped us through quite a few things that you learned in the study and, and kind of the way that, uh, insurance operations are being done, not as much face to face and probably even less so now than there was in January when this thing was released. Um, my question is from the investment side of things, uh, do you think the underwriting is going to be more or less profitable to the business? And, you know, have you, have you seen other changes like that? Um, what, what's your take on yeah. that? The insurance companies have uh, been moving in a direction to try to figure out easier, simpler ways, uh, less expensive even, uh, from an underwriting standpoint. And this has really forced the hand, the pandemic has. Uh, they now have gone to a model where instead of the, the original framework where you would take an application, do a physical exam with someone going into the client's home or office to do that. Right. And then, of course, that comes with frustration, headache, and scheduling, and, and then there's an expense for the insurance company, not to the client. Um, but in, in this particular arena, that has been taken off the table because they reverse engineered it so that the application is the starting point, but then you move to directly to get medical records from existing doctors, okay. which typically includes a lot of the basic information that somebody would want and from an underwriter would want to look at. So as long as someone's been to their client within the last 12 months, so been to their doctor, doctor within yeah. the last 12 months, we're typically finding that that's going to suffice the underwriter. And it really shouldn't change the uh, the trajectory of the investments uh, for the, somebody looking at XYZ insurance company, because now they're just looking at doing it a lot more efficiently than they did before. Yeah. I would imagine that it's probably a positive sign if you have been to your doctor, especially oh, yeah. if there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, the the uh, insurer wants to make sure that you've been checked out. Sure. Yeah. And, and they're not going to maybe take off the table the need for potentially getting additional details from a client. But what we're finding is uh, the first step of getting doctor records, which actually has also gone uh, undergone a pretty sizable transition because you know, Obama put into practice the electronic health records. Right. And so now you have eight, ten years of of evidence that's now all been done electronically. We're we're finding access through companies that are specifically designed to get those medical records as efficiently and quickly as possible. So yeah. not only has the maybe the cost to the insurance company gone down for not having to do the pyramid exam we're also finding that we can hopefully cut through and get those medical records a lot quicker than before. There we go. All right. Well, maybe it's uh, time to look a little closer at some insurance companies on the investment side. I, you know, if I'm going to buy anything from them, it's surely not going to be an annuity. I'm going to buy a contract. Holy cow. But, can you uh, believe that? Investment, yeah. if, it's, if it's up to me. What about the insurance guy? Fine. Normally, that's why we bring the insurance guy on, just so we can throw rocks at him. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm out. <laughs> hey, y'all watch us beat Jim down. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, there you have it. That's... 
Jim, he's uh, loads of fun, and that's the reason that we keep him around. But uh, anyway, we're going to uh, – he is our certified fun specialist. You may not see it because I, I got a big grin on now because I don't have my mask on. But oh, Cool. All right. Well, you're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back with some more excitement from Jenny Crawford. material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.